This is Envision Self-Healing podcast, episode number 14. Hi, I'm Will Fuller. And I'm Richard Miller. And we are the co-creators of EnvisionSelfHealing.com and are dedicated in helping you improve your eyesight and quality of life by taking healing into your own hands. This week's topic is The Keys to a Successful Eye Exercise Program, Part 2, Time Management. And in the second half of the podcast, we'll be answering a question which asks, Do you recommend 3D pictures as an eye exercise? So Richard, how's the world of self-healing been treating you this week? Well, if people have been listening to my life, it gets more and more complex. (laughs) Not possible. Not possible, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I haven't even talked about my love life, which is not, not we're not going into. So. <laughs> no, I think we'll save that for the After Hours podcast. I think so. <laughs> anyway, um, so I did buy a house, and I've been talking to architects and contractors, and needless to say, it's been busy. Yeah. Um, but I've been sneaking in eye exercises here and there between meetings and jumping up. Yesterday morning, I got up at 6 to go do the, to look at the floor sanding project in my house, so mm-hmm. things like that. So, but then I sp- spend 10 minutes sunning on my, you know, way back and things like that. So nice. I'm fitting it in. But so I guess <laughs> it's sort of influence. exercises are more influencing some of the decisions I'm making. So for instance, uh, after going through a week of uh, house remodeling potential, shall yeah. we say, looking at plans and such, I think I've decided to put a lot of that on hold. When I started to realize how much it was going to impact my life. And Mm -hmm. I actually began to think, God, I'm not going to have time to do eye exercise if my life is this full. So there are decisions like that. Um, And I do want to learn to drive. So Mm -hmm. that also, it's like, I kind of have to make a choice at some point between... Choose choose your battles almost. Yeah, yeah. Choosing between sort of the house. Yep. And having the ideal house versus... Uh, better vision and being able to be more free and be able to drive so yeah and I suppose it's always something the house is always something that can be worked on at a later date whereas your eyes is something that you need to work on right right now I guess I do it's sort of making a priority list I guess yeah so I am getting a lesson in priorities and probably what a lot of our clients and uh, uh, listeners go through in terms of like trying to fit it into their lives my life just happens to be incredibly full right now. And I guess maybe that's... <laughs> every, every everyone's, everyone says that, I guess, though, too. So, And uh, uh, last week you talked about um, how you were, you were getting on encouraging your brother to do eye exercises. Yeah, how did that, that get on this week? That was very nice because as I, as I left off last week, I said, well, he was, he was interested in doing eye exercises, mm-hmm. which was the first time in, in the 15 to 20 years I've been doing them that he, he expressed that interest. Good. So it was good. And then uh, later in the week, we agreed to, uh, he's going to be actually test driving a lot of the new products that we're going to be going on. Yeah. Test, test dummy or a, or a guinea pig or a... And it's a good, he's a good one because he has been, he's been skeptical for so many years. Yeah. And um, so he's a good nut to crack in some ways. So yeah. we, can, we can try our products on him. So. So, so if you don't hear any more about him, that means that he didn't like our products <laughs> and we're not going to discuss it anymore yeah. <laughs> on our podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see how it <laughs> oh, goes. Oh, good. Well, that's nice. I know uh, certainly I've got some in, uh, enthusiasm from you know, my sister and my dad that both have RP, but it would certainly be nice if, you know, if they actually 
it's something that we we work so hard with right and we see results it's difficult to stand by and yeah see people not doing them and not achieving right and especially someone with exactly your same genetic yeah. makeup so and then of course when it's family yes you just you, oh, then you it always makes it, want the best for them so. and it makes it way harder too <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, so it was good it was very pleasing to to have that happen good so it's been a good week in general so how about yours yeah, really good week this week. We had lovely weather here in San Francisco. So um, unfortunately, I spent most of that time indoors editing what your brother's going to be listening to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of the new products that we're working on. So I was a little bit disappointed about that. But like you, I made sure that I uh, got out and uh, certainly made sure I did some sunning this week while uh, we had some sunshine. And uh, obviously distance looking, so I was spending plenty of time on the computer. But I also managed to fit in all my exercises this great, week. Great. Every every morning, I fit my fit my hour in in the morning, and um, I also managed to juice every day this week as well. Whoa! Yeah. So and I also managed to make out for a run last night. Oh my goodness! So uh, so overall, very uh, very successful, exhausting but uh, productive. Yeah. So you've been getting up early. It seems like. Yeah, well, see, I'm quite lucky because my fiance has to get up at six uh, in the morning in right. order to go to work and she doesn't like the idea of me sleeping in while she's having to get up to go to work so she makes sure that I'm uh, awake by right. uh, the, the same time she is that's good um, but now that it's the summer as well I sort of make sure the curtains are open straight away and sort of you know get up out of bed and get, get the breakfast going and then I know that I have that hour to right. do my eye exercises when you I don't know you don't appreciate this because it's a ne- it's a ne- negative actually but I I make a point of never calling you before nine o'clock because I figure you're doing it right. Doing the exercises. Yes. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's just so true that if, if I sleep in maybe half an hour, 40 minutes, then that's it. That's, that's that I exercise time gone. Cause it's, even though I could do that 20 minutes, I've allotted that hour in my head. So if there's, if I'm short of that time, then I just think, Oh, well I can't do my eye exercises today. And then, I spend that time catching up on emails and right and uh, YouTube comments and all the rest of it. Yeah. So um, so it really does make a difference getting up and getting that that time in the morning. Right. But uh, yeah, so we so we had that lovely weather and it meant that on Sunday I could make it down to the beach finally. Very very ah. rarely in San Francisco do we. Uh, did you go in the get water? Beautiful beach. I did. Oh, actually. nice. And uh, nice know, being like fifty five degrees or something, right? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's not warm. Here. It's not. But it's freezing, in fact. But uh, it certainly brings a new, uh, I don't know, you, just, you feel like a different person once you go in that cold water and come back out again. Yeah. doesn't matter how tired you are or how worked you are. Yeah. Once you jump in that, that freezing cold water, you're... Uh, it does feel very good. Yeah. Oh, and it reduces inflammation, by the way. For it does. I, my eyes always feel better. Yeah? When I get out of that water. Because it sure. also stimulates blood flow, right? To the... Yeah, 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 for sure. But um, it was interesting. I was there with a few friends, and uh, I don't know whether it was in honor of me, but they got a, a soccer ball, okay, or a, an English football. And oh, wait, um, wait, soccer ball. Okay, I'm with yeah. you now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an American football. It's not a rugby ball. Which would, no, no, okay. Um, so it's a round ball. Yeah, I know what the, a soccer ball is. <laughs> the, the you kick and, with black uh, and white on it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's been a while since I've played. And I mean, the last time I tried playing was in was in the Middle East, and I signed up for a, a team, 
and um, it was just fun. It was just you know a bunch of guys, eleven aside, kicking the ball around, and and it was good. But it was different. It was at night time, so it was a floodlit park, and of course, it's, ah. the thing with team sports is difficult when you've got RP or no periphery or, or lack of periphery is because you don't know what's going on around you, so you don't know if someone's going to come and tackle you, or it's difficult keeping your awareness. So uh, it's the first time I've I've played for a while, but it was it was interesting this time. See, normally when I would play, it's all about my central vision. I would look at the ball, see what I'm going to do with the ball, and then I'd have to look up and see who's around me, who I'm going to pass to. By the time I've done that, someone's come in and taken the, the ball off me. Ah. So, But this time, I noticed when I was on the beach and I had the ball, I was consciously tuning into my periphery ah. at the same time. So even though it wasn't clear, um, it wasn't like, oh, wow, I can see everything now. I felt that I, from where I've been doing this awareness of where I'm, where I'm walking and what we were talking about with the Segway tour last week, sort yeah. of having this consciousness of being in the area that you can't see that well through, then it, even in that situation, it, it passed into that. And huh. I was still able to tune into my periphery and I had more of a sense of surroundings. Huh. So if it was good, it was nice. Oh, nice. I mean, I still noticed that I had to when they kicked the ball. I had to look up to make sure I wasn't going to knock some child or stand <laughs> on a dog. Yeah. Anyone that's been to San Francisco will know they have tiny dogs over here, so yeah. you never know when you're going to stand on one of them. But um, <laughs> but it was it was uh, it was nice to see that even though it wasn't oh my peripheral vision is a hundred percent and I can see everything around me. It's yeah. Uh, there was an awareness there that for my whole previous life of playing right. football, I've, I've never had that. It could be sort of a standard for you in some ways to always play soccer every once in a while, football, whatever yeah, you and, call it, yeah, and just see to it. see how different it is from yeah. time to time. So I will say about, um, I won't tell you about how I did hit someone with the American football when I was trying to learn to play with the American football. <laughs> but I think we'll leave, we'll leave that for another time. Well, it's because you're British, I think. That's the only, <laughs> that's the only reason. Well, that and she, I, did, I did hit a person and, and she did fall over from oh, I mean, She was not the person you were throwing it to. No. Oh, dear. It was an innocent bystander. Oh. And it had nothing to do with my vision. It was to do with my poor throwing skill. <laughs> it was the only bad throw I did all day and, and it just so happened to... Luckily, she was a friend. I don't, oh, know, okay. I don't know whether she's a friend now after I <laughs> hit her in the back, but um, hopefully she won't be listening to this now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we're, we're, we'll save that one for, for another day. All right. So I think it's a good time for us to head over to Topic of the Week. And the Topic of the Week is the Keys to a Successful Eye Exercise Program, Part 2, Time Management. So while this sort of goes in quite well with what we've already been discussing, really, about yeah. how... Uh, how we're fitting these exercises into our lives. Yeah, and as you've heard, Will's very good at picking a very specific time of day in the morning to do his eye exercises. So Yeah, I'm really, um, I'm a sucker for routine. and yeah. it, but, but it also has its flip side, because if I don't have that routine, everything goes Falls out the window. Falls apart, yeah. If, uh, if, like I said before, because uh, my fiance is a teacher, so she gets, you know, she's up at six in the morning so I can do the exercises. If she has a holiday yeah. and she sleeps in, 
then it then it well, just what, all goes out the window. So what does happen on the weekends? I'm curious. Uh, I've noticed that is my tough area. Yeah. Actually, that's that's where I need to focus on. The structure falls away next. Yeah. 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 So, but because it's more the weekend, I try and make an effort of not working too much. Um, so that's when I maybe try and fit an hour in the afternoon, or or try and maybe it's a lazy morning, so everything's uh, put back. Yeah. So yeah. I I find that hour just after breakfast or something. And I think you do have to give yourself slack. You can't be perfect exactly. from day to day. So. See, I found that if... Because if you're too stuck on it like I am with, with uh, say, my routine, you know, if I miss a couple of days, it's like, oh, well, I haven't done my exercises now. I won't... Uh, I'll just, do them next week. So yeah, then yeah, you skip yeah. the rest of the week. So right. then it comes to the next week and you're like, oh, I didn't do it this week. Oh, I'll do it next month. So then you focus to do it next month. And then before you know it, you've just, it's been six months and you've not done any eye exercises. So I've noticed the best thing is, is if you do have that time, you've missed a day, you've missed a couple of days, just, you missed it. Just go back in as if, you know, and keep going. Start over again. Yeah. One of the things, the tricks I do is tying an an exercise to an an activity that I'm going to do every day anyway, like going to sleep or getting up or brushing my teeth or a meal. So then if, if that event varies, then you're not uh, so off kilter. Yeah. So, yeah, that's another way of doing so it. So an example like uh, how we say with jaw exercises, we say try and incorporate that into brushing your teeth. Right. It doesn't well, mean not actually... Not at the same time. Not at the same time, but <laughs> afterwards, yes. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's something that we routinely do. Um, I tend to... If it is the afternoons, maybe uh, I have to do my exercises before I have a shower in the afternoon. Right. So it means that it's it's like a target. I know I'm going to have that shower. Right. So trying to fit in the exercises before it sort of forces you. Mm. And it really is a discovery process, isn't it, really? Finding yeah. that time in your day. And you're not going to get it right first time. I know when I was in the Middle East, there was that time where I got home around 3 o'clock. And then I wouldn't do something till maybe four or five o'clock. So I sort of had this window, so to speak. Right. Which normally I would use to rest or... Which is still important. Um, but instead of being caught doing emails or watching TV... Right. Like make sure you don't turn the TV oh, on when God. you get home. Yeah. Um, sort of try and fit that in. Well, and that is why doing it in the morning tends to work better. Because there's less distractions. Yeah, I find any, any time, even if I'm at home working... Um, and I say, oh, okay, well, I'll do them in the afternoon. It's just amazing how your day just fills up um, with goodness knows what. But before you know it, it's eight, nine o'clock at night, and you think, ah, oh, I didn't do my eye exercises. <laughs> and it's sort of, if only I'd just done it in the morning in the first place and just, it's almost get it out of the way, so to speak. It's done. Yeah, yeah. And then you can go on about your day. Right. And there, yeah, there's less excuses in some ways, first thing in the, well, except, see, I had to go up and, and go look at my floors the other morning at six in the morning. So, so but you sort of tend to take the other approach of fitting the eye exercises right in between into things. your day. Yeah, and there is, I mean, that's kind of it's kind of integration. That's what we're yeah we're talking about here. But integration is also more about say you're walking and you're shifting at the same time. Right. But what Richard is talking about here is more. He's got his hour that he does a day, but he divides it up into right. six, ten-minute slots. Right. So, yeah. I so, just have a more chaotic schedule, I think, yeah. is the reality. So. so, but you still probably fit that time in in the day, yeah. but, and, and, um, and do, you, do you time the ten minutes? Uh, I try to, yeah. 
I use my phone sometimes okay. for timing. So yeah. And is it normally uh, a ten minute period, twenty minutes? Yeah, for me, five seems a little too short. Okay. And often twenty, I don't have twenty minutes no. in between something, <laughs> so it does tend to be about ten minutes. Right. So. And I mean, that's a really good way, especially people that um, are out of the office and say they've they've got a. a uh, coffee break right I don't know, in America it tends to be I don't know if people do it anymore is the thing yeah it used to be like fresh air break 10 to cigarette. 20 minutes yeah I always find it funny that the people that smoke get the most breaks it's always... true <laughs> <laughs> so maybe instead of a smoking break you could call it an eye exercise break right it'd be nice if uh, bosses actually recognize you're actually that legally required to guys so. yeah <laughs> it's true so but you could just um I mean even if you were at work you sh- you should have at least four or five breaks, yeah, during that day, right. And if you just said right on those breaks, I've got ten minutes. So I'm going to do sunning, distance looking, convergence charts, you know, whatever it is that yeah. I'm going to do. Set your timer, ten minutes, and that is your break. Yeah, I mean, and it really is a break from whatever it is that you're doing because it's completely different. And most people are now basically working and abusing their eyes. So a 10 minute break is, is a very important yeah. thing. So. so then if you could just fit in 10 minutes after breakfast or, you know, 10 minutes as soon as you wake up. I know for a while there, I went through palming, uh, palming in bed. Yeah, I do that. Because it, it meant that I didn't have to actually get out of bed. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, And I'm laying in bed anyway, so yeah. why not palm? Yeah. Instead of setting the snooze and actually falling back to sleep for 15 minutes, right. I would actually just turn over and palm and sort right. of palm and doze a bit at the same time. Yeah. So, But it's a good way of fitting in that, that time. It's just figuring out those, those right. little gems to fit those 10 minutes in your day. Yeah. So one thing that even finding... Uh, that routine time or even finding you know those certain slots in the day nothing can really withstand the ultimate time constraint which is excuses right which <laughs> leads to procrastination as well so, yeah yeah the the ultimate um time management <sighs> nightmare yes <laughs> is excuses yeah and uh, and it can be i mean it can certainly be easy when we're so busy now and in, in our days yeah. you know yeah. that we're so, well i'm just i'm just too busy to do this right yeah no and, and it's easy yeah and the more busy you become the more excuses you really have which i'm kind of a prime example of right now so <laughs> but um so i guess maybe the solution is, is in my case if you do get that busy shift to the 10 minutes in between what you're doing thing until you can get back to more of a regular schedule it could be an approach it's like okay here are the excuses but it isn't isn't going to stop me i'm going to still um, I'm going to shift into maybe gorilla mode of eye exercises of doing yeah. it in between. And then as soon as it calms down a bit, I'm going to shift back into having a more to regular. Routine. Yeah. Um, and as I found out this week, maybe the reality is if you have that many excuses, you really maybe do need to look at your life and prioritize. Yeah. That's, that's one thing that we're really finding out is, uh, is priority. You know, what, whatever we feel is the priority, which is of course, number one seems to be work. With everyone, and then number two is sort of family. Right, it's kind of sad. It's that way around. Really. <laughs> uh, I'm sure family is first, but yeah, it's interesting. If you find that you are somebody that comes up with a lot of excuses, it's interesting to write a list of um, of what your priorities are, yeah. and also trying to be honest with yourself. Is is this really? Is this really why I can't do eye exercises, or it's is true. it is an excuse? It is true. It's it's like a fine line. It's like 
some excuses are real. I mean, there are some yeah. things that you, you're doing too much in your life. To me, I guess it's like if you have a bunch of excuses, they're either fabricated because you, you just don't want to do them. Yeah. And you're, and you're procrastinating. Or your life is too full. Yeah. One of the two. It's probably a combination of the two. So, and if it is, like we just said, if, if it's something that you've got a lot going on, then maybe try and write a list and, and figure out what some priorities are. And, and maybe there's just some things you have to drop. I know when I first started getting into self-healing and you're looking at um, all these different kind of uh, spiritual practices and yoga oh, yeah. and eye exercises and all these things. And it's just like, I was doing maybe, you know, one minute a day. Of, right. And then you're sort of, okay, well, let's just, let's just put this stuff to the side Right. For the next six months or for this year, I'm going to focus on this. Yeah. And luckily for me, it was the eye exercises that yeah. I, uh, well, that some I chose of us are more, focus. Some of us are just have to do them because of our conditions. So. Yeah. So, and that's probably why we find that people that do have more serious conditions are certainly more dedicated. Not always. Some, in some cases when the condition is very serious, they tend to maybe yeah, they, even have more excuses. Because, they almost give up. Yeah. At that point. So. Um, but it does tend to be, unfortunately, only when it's sort of a last resort, mm-hmm. um, get people really say, okay, I am now going to do my exercises because I've got no choice. Whereas someone that just needs to get rid of their glasses. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's excuse. just simple. Yeah. They just fall victim to the excuse monster, essentially, yeah. which is, which kills us people that have, you know, I'm not saying the assignment isn't a condition, but you know, for people that have, you know, diseases and irreversible conditions to see somebody not doing their eye exercises just to get rid of their glasses is yeah. it's beyond me. Yeah. But, um, but everybody has their own uh, yardstick as far as that's concerned. That's true. But if you are somebody that's finding that you are making excuses and you actually probably do have time, then maybe try and figure out why. Because it could be that the eye exercises you're doing are boring. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe you need some sort of direction with them. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it's just you don't understand your program. Maybe you don't understand the eye exercises. Like, it's not a excuses aren't necessarily a bad thing you just need to figure out why you're making those excuses yeah they're more the symptom and you need to go behind the excuses and figure out whether it's cycle you know some psychological block Mm -hmm. you have whether it's yeah whether you're you're badly prioritized your life because there's really no there's there's such a vast variety of eye exercises there's so many different ways you can do them right you know there's really no need to be in that situation where you're bored with them or you know some people are oh say they say they don't like doing the um convergence charts right and i think i wish they say i wish there was a more interesting way of doing this yeah and as we're just about to talk about that is a good one yeah (laughs) i didn't plan that at all you didn't um, that you can do things like um, you know 3D pictures and stuff, which is a bit more yeah. interesting. So it's just having that knowledge. This is why we stress so much on learning about the eye exercises and and how it all works, because it's just an infinite way of figuring out how to work your eyes. Right. So I think it's about a good time to move on to question of the week. question of the week is do you recommend 3d pictures as an eye exercise and this has flown all the way in from prague yes this message so thank you to the person that sent in that and um so by 3d pictures i think the first thing we want to 
differentiate here is 3D movies and 3D pictures, pictures. where you put on the 3D glasses, which we're, we'll talk about. I think another time. Right. Um, on, on so yeah, so it's 3D movies. There's also 3D still f- photograph, uh, 3D images that you put glasses on and they immediately become 3D. Yeah. Without you doing anything other than put the glasses. That's the difference. Yeah. So, but what we're talking about, yeah, is the pictures like the magic eye, where you converge or diverge your eyes. Right. And it it causes the picture to either come out towards you or go inwards right and those you have to either so diverge is when your eyes move away from your nose essentially and converge is when your eyes move towards your nose that's crossing traditionally crossing your eyes is called convergence and the opposite is called divergence and uh the magic eye books which i guess they're still in print but they they came out quite a while ago yeah there there's some on our resources section and yeah. on our on our website you can see we've we've put some magic eye books up there they were designed to be viewed with divergence and the only reason they were designed to be viewed that way is they were designed to pop out towards you which is more exciting i think that's the yeah. only reason they're call, they're <laughs> they call for the instruction of diverging them and if you converge, the image just goes inwards. Yeah. That's the only difference. So it's interesting for me because I always learned to do them convergence. That's right, yeah. And I don't know whether it was... It, was a, it wasn't a magic eye book. It was a different kind of book in it. It had uh, two black dots at the top of the page. Oh. And the instructions were to do the convergence. So yeah. So converged in it. But they must have designed it a separate way. To the, and I, it's only recently that I find out that the images can actually come out towards you. you. I always figured they always went inwards. Yeah. So I'm excited to now go and diverge with a... Yeah. I mean, I I knew you diverged with them, but I'd always been a converger. Right. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know I could be classified in that in that way. Well, and, I, and converging is something we all did as kids more, which is cross our eyes, whereas diverging is something you, you almost have to learn. It's certainly more difficult for me. It is for divergence. me as well, yeah. Um, it's something that I need to look into, but... I think part of it I noticed was because with the divergence, so when you do divergence, you look out into the distance, you hold the image up in front of you, and then you sort of move the picture up whilst you're still looking in the distance right. so the eyes stay diverged. Focused and out apart. in the distance, yeah. And then when the book comes up, you sort of notice the image. Well, because of my RP, I'm sort of missing that that part of the, right. the paramacular. That, yeah, yeah, sort of right below where the detail part is. So I don't actually get that access to that. I mean, even although I noticed today when I did it, it's sort of um, staticky. So it oh. wasn't it wasn't completely not there. Great, but it wasn't it wasn't enough to make out right what the picture Which you was. Need, yeah. So uh, yeah. So but I'll be interesting to to play with that and see. Uh, All right. Now we have to get back to our question. What is it? Oh, oh yeah. do we recommend it? <laughs> do we recommend it? I so, guess we do. I think we, we do. Yeah. Yeah, we well, do. It's, it's the the answer website. is yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could have just avoided the whole last uh, five minutes and just said yes. Yes. Um, so no, we do, as we said uh, previously in the topic, it can be a more interesting way of doing your convergence exercises. Right. It's also good for kids. We also probably, thinking about it, would recommend divergence more than convergence because we're ah. over-converging every day. For a kid especially, I would think. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So however, when we do the presbyopia exercises... We converge, so we want to over-converge. 
So uh, I really think play with both. Play with both, yeah. <laughs> you should be skilled at both, ultimately. Yeah, and um, um, you could think of the divergence as similar to the distance looking because right. your eyes are sort of separated out as you gaze into the distance. And then the convergence is more like the, the maybe the fusion or the, um, the beads and um, the convergence charts that we have for the presbyopia. Yeah. I mean, it would be in some ways a good antidote to a lot of close work for children, perhaps, because they're, they are converging all day long and looking at that. It might yeah. be a good antidote. Yeah. It would be something they might be more interested in than standing and looking in the distance. So Definitely. Yeah. If there's any, uh, any mums out there, then yeah. please uh, give this a go and let, let us know whether you think it might be quite difficult to, to get the kids to do the divergence. It would be interesting to see. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It does take a certain level of, yeah. So we certainly recommend then the 3D pictures, um, not the 3D pictures as in 3D movies. We do, yeah. We nothing. don't. We don't. We don't say that there's anything wrong about that. But just the question this week is focused on those magic eye 3D pictures, right? And how we converge and diverge in order to make the image come out towards you. So it's certainly just another variety of right. of eye exercise to do. Keeps the boredom down. Okay, great. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast. And certainly if there's any more tips you would like to get, then check out our website at envisionselfhealing.com. And you can find a lot more information there and also private blogs that both Richard and I do on tips and hints on how you can improve your eyesight and indeed how we're improving our own vision. You can also get your hands on a free ebook called A Modern Day Guide for Improving Eyesight at our website at envisionselfhealing.com. Just head on there and you'll see the instructions on where to claim your free ebook. You can also check us out on Facebook at Envision Self Healing and uh, like us over there and join us on our, on our little vision improvement community we've got going on there where we post up some pictures on. Yeah, and, and look out for some new products we're working on. We're working very hard to create some new forms that uh, eye exercises can take and new ways to make them useful to you. And certainly, I think it's probably a good point to, to make that the people that get the latest information are those that are on our subscription list, uh, which you can sign up to our newsletter on our website. And they're certainly uh, who we are surveying and sending the information out when we do get these products up and running. So if you want to be in the loop on the latest products and information that we're sending out, then certainly sign up to our newsletter. It's free and you can get all the great information that we've got sending out there. Both Richard and I also have Twitter accounts that we're always updating and have great information and tips on how we're getting on with our vision as well. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, then you can subscribe to us there or subscribe to us on iTunes if you're listening over there. And you will be sent by the magical use of Airwaves, the latest podcast every week as it comes out. So good luck with your eye exercises this week and happy healing. And have a good week.